0: Yeah. I definitely would not like it. Would not like it. Have not liked it in the past when people have played with my semen.
1: It's not. Wait, f- you make you say that like it's like it's it's because it's your semen. <laughs> <Don't> play <laughs> with my semen. Play with your own semen. It's not that right. It's <laughs> go it's, get uh, your own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once you once you deliver it, it's theirs, right? So, no, I, 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 I'm I not expressing an ownership uh, issue here. Where is it when they're playing with it?
0: Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly, mostly in good faith. We have an excessive amount to get to today, including how to turn sex down without making the rejectee feel rejected, how a woman should clean up after sex, more threesome drama, having sex with somebody while they're sick, and more. And Keith, my co-host is Mike. Mike, did your compound's extensive grounds
1: suffer any damage from the windstorm on Tuesday? No, no, no no damage, but a lot of rain and wind. So I had to go on the roof in the middle of the night, and, or not, sorry, almost at night, and it was freezing and so forth. Huh. I had to clean out the gutters, yeah.
0: I had a fairly privileged first world experience i had reservations at a nice restaurant and their power went out so i made reservations at another nicest restaurant nice ish restaurant and when i got there (laughs) their power was also out and they called me and apologized the next day but
1: that was a little late for me yeah they should have gotten a generator
0: yeah well or not let me make the reservation after they closed down the restaurant that's true Um, I think the most interesting thing to get to today is this email from a listener. We should probably, she said that we could share her stuff, but we should use a pseudonym, I suppose. But we're going to get to that in the middle of the episode, mostly because there's a two and a half minute bit of audio of her masturbating that she sent to her boyfriend. And she told us we can share this rather. And purportedly orgasming.
1: So we can yes. we can debate that too yeah.
0: yeah we're gonna we're gonna fight that out, I suppose,, uh, but we want to put it in the middle of the episode because it, it's you know, it's fairly explicit, and people could just skip forward and we'll they <laughs> can skip forward to it now if they like, or when we get to it, if they don't want to hear it, they could skip over it. but yeah, uh, so that's a little teaser. and then we have this subreddit
1: thing. Do you want to talk about this subreddit, or do you want to hold off on that? No, I can talk about it. I mean, I uh, <clears throat> frustrated by the banning of <clears throat> so many of the porn subreddits. Um, I was uh, having a creative twenty four hour spree during this last seven days, and it first of all, I noticed that somebody had requested. I didn't know you could do this. It requested the homemade XXX subreddit, which is one that I I liked in the past uh, and gotten it. Now, I don't think they've done. As much as they could with it in the meantime, mm-hmm. and then I read these postings where people were saying that actually they thought that the banning for being un- unmoderated of various porn subreddits was actually some sort of cabal of like OnlyFans <laughs> contributors. And This seems possible to me, who basically you know said, "Oh, all these ones are unmoderated," and went after them. Uh, and and, and uh, uh, men oh, I out see. there who you
0: know, the theory being they're trying to. Remove the amount of other options people have for porn on the internet. So they'll oh, be for sure,
1: to only fans. because Reddit Reddit is fantastic. Um, I mean, Pornhub's a great sort of repository for this stuff, but Reddit's fantastic in that you have the voting mechanic, right. you have um, moderating, and so I think uh, many, many men uh, go there, and women, I guess, but mostly men go go there to uh, to find this kind of content. And and I, like many others, have been frustrated that uh, a large number of these got banned all at once. Uh, but regardless of why it happened, I thought, okay, my first thought was, well, there's this one called Gone Wild Tube that I liked. Maybe I'll ask to be moderator of it. But then I started reading. I, I did actually ask and got rejected. And I started reading about <laughs> it. And you need some experience did they ask you? Yeah. Did they ask you for your qualifications? And I just said, no, no. I, I just said, no, they don't ask. They just sort of look at your background on it. Mine's, mine's somewhat slim. A viewer much more than a comment or poster. So then I thought, well, f- screw this. I'm just going to create a subreddit. Uh, I'm going to get in the, get in the ring as it were. And I created a subreddit called curated amateur porn slash r slash curated amateur porn. I posted it a few times on the NSFW 411 subreddit, and I've now, uh, gotten to about 5,000 subscribers and that's in like four days. And what I'm doing basically is I created, uh, uh well, I'm actually, I created a way for myself to post porn uh, as I'm browsing it. So it's a very low effort for me, although I actually think high quality, uh, uh, product because I'm purpose I'm not posting everything I see I'm posting only right. the best. You right know. you're curating it exactly and I've gotten uh, some some nods of support uh and um Keith and I have talked about maybe having an even more exclusive curated one for people or subscribers to the podcast so that may that may be something we do uh in upcoming well, weeks
0: you've gotten lots of nods of support there's what now thousands of subscribers bizarrely
1: it's true. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of inbound amateur porn now, which is nice to see people <laughs> recommending me various stuff, commenting, uh-huh. asking me who's cocks. Well, actually one guy, he thought it was me and he's like, that's a big cock you've got. And I said, well, that's, mm. I, I do have a big cock, but this isn't me. Right. Uh, so definitely a new avenue to explore. Um, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And we've received some feedback from A few folks on the sub about the podcast. Um, I think this one particular gentleman, presumably it's a man. Did they? Yeah, I think they say they're a man. Yeah, Um, and he's pretty. I don't know. Is he angry at us, or is he? He's disappointed
1: with us. How would you characterize his? He's a little bit strident. I mean, I don't think he's angry. I think that he uh, differs sharply from our approach uh, to these topics, he, and really in worldview too. I mean, I think you should, should yeah. read some of what he said, but it, really a worldview difference. He hasn't been angry or anything like that, but he's very resolute and firm in his, his positions.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let me uh, lift some quotes from him and we can discuss. He says, The podcast is kind of odd. A lot of your content is focused on women don't actually think this way about sex, or men and women are so different when it comes to sex ok, I mean, I do think men and women are pretty different when it comes to sex. i yeah, I mean, I think that one of the
1: it's it's an organic thing that's that's come out of recording so many episodes of this podcast. But I think one of the uh, takeaways we have so far is I think we've we've identified many, many, many ways in which men and women are different. And uh, honestly, even, you know, the guests we've had and so forth have kind of confirmed that. And, 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 the main point being that I think men and women are actually more different than like pop culture thinks they are. Right. Right. So it's like, it's kind of an unknown thing and which is interesting because this guy's basically saying, well, I guess what I would say just from that little bit you read is that this guy is parroting kind of the maybe popular line, which, oh, men and women are almost exactly the same. And I think right. that's not very helpful to either gender. Yeah. Right. All right. He goes on. Some of the content
0: was really enjoyable. Oh, thanks, guy. But a lot of your ideas about men and women are strange, if not laughable. Well, we try to be funny. I'd love to hear a podcast by men that is about sex that is actually with men that seems to know women on some level. It just misses the mark so much and comes off as whiny sometimes. He must be talking about you. I thought
1: he was talking about you, but go on. (laughs) It really did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think he probably is. (laughs) Although I think I say less provocative things. Uh, And then you basically asked him to elaborate, give some examples. Uh, And the examples he gives, I think some things that stuck out the most we're discussing things seen on social media or TikTok where women posted videos with raunchy captions. And your conclusion was basically, women don't actually think about sex like this. They're just posting this as a thirst trap. Or these women don't actually think this is a man. Uh, He's trying to say, women don't actually think this, a man must must have written this or told them to write this.
1: Yeah. So I engaged with this gentleman a bit on this topic and I think he didn't like There's a couple things. One is I think he had took issue with my general effort to for men and women to understand each other through analogy. So if you if you accept that there are differences or fundamental differences in in the experience that you have, you have to sort of find things that that give you some bridge. Just like, for example, Keith, like I don't actually know what it's like to be you, right? So when you tell me you had a certain experience, I have to imagine an experience in my life that's kind of related and and, and form some kind of analogy there. It might be a very tight analogy. And I think this guy's basically arguing no, you can't, you know, everybody's completely unique. You can't understand people that way. You have to like, just take people completely at face value. You can't categorize, you can't stereotype. Generalize. Right. About, about people's experiences. But I mean, the problem with this is, and I think you would agree with me, like if, if you took, uh, for example, if you took 10 men and one at a time, you put them on a desert Island and they had to be there sort of like survivor, naked and afraid. And they had to be there for say 14 days. They were, they had food, but they just had to chill out there. Mm. I'm very confident that all of those men or almost all of them would masturbate at least once and maybe a lot of times while there. If you did the same thing with women, I suspect none of them would. Hmm. Maybe yeah, I think one. that's right. Yeah, it would be much, much lower. And I think this like gives you some idea of that. There's just a vast difference in um, the the amount, the extent to which men and women think about these topics in the absence of the other gender. Um, yes, if you have, so, so reference to thirst traps, if you have a woman who's confronted by a man, well, there might be some sexual attraction that causes her to create a thirst trap maybe. Um, but the man is really important. If there were no men on the planet, there would be no thirst traps. If there were no women on the planet, men would still be nutting on things and like posting pictures <laughs> of them, showing people their cocks, they would be because right. men are like obsessed with this in a way that women aren't. That would that generally. I mean, but but fundamentally I think this just comes down to like do you think there are gender differences or not? And I think this guy thinks there aren't. Right.
0: Yeah, I think he hits you I don't know. I stopped reading because honestly it was boring. Uh, but yeah, does he hit you with the like, well, there's you know, everything's a spectrum and there's you know, extremes on both sides?
1: No. No, okay. actually I think that Good. would have been a more nuanced viewpoint than than what he was coming coming with. Yeah, because it's true. I mean, if uh, Yes, of course if, it's true that there are outliers. Okay, sure so you can have a woman that's like hypersexual yes. interestingly by the way one thing that i wanted to say and i think you had a point that was really uh, something you mentioned to me that was really on point with this so maybe you can bring that up too but ironically like let's say that this guy or any guy has had a set of experiences with women who are very who are, who are totally not fitting the mold we're describing they're not in the category very well they're way at one end of the bell curve i think in most cases those are going to be women that like have problems like in other words like it's not meaning meaning. There's something that happened to them in their life. There's some difference in them that actually makes it would make it difficult to carry on like a successful relationship with them. Um, so ironically, the people he's describing are actually people that would be harder to to you know, be in a couple in a relationship with because they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't fit in the mold. And there's a reason for that. There's there's something that's happened. Whether they were abused when they were younger maybe some psychological thing. Anyway, I thought that was sort of interesting.
0: I felt like his general tone was a little bit um I don't know, smug or condescending, like he thought he was explaining to you how women are and that sure. we can't possibly understand. And uh, I mean, it's a little tricky. I mean, we do say some sort of outrageous and provocative things on this podcast, and we don't always completely explain the history of our conversations on it. So, I can imagine us coming off a, a certain way to new listeners. We've had issues with this in the past, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that we don't understand what pop culture thinks. Uh, about the way women behave sexually, I mean, everyone's becoming, you know, more and more sex positive, and you know, the trend is to believe that there are less gender differences than maybe uh, presumed in the past. But we acknowledge all that, and yeah, I think to some extent we we agree with that, but also. Uh, yeah, when we're having conversations on this podcast, we're sort of trying to talk about things that are a little bit verboten in some of these circles and trying to have conversations that are,
1: um, uh, I don't know, <laughs> a little bit well, counter not, maybe, to the common yeah, narrative. Maybe not politically correct in all cases. Right. Yeah. No counter the common narrative. That's Right.
0: Right. And so, yeah, my hope would be that listeners would be like, huh, this is interesting. I hadn't considered these things before. And they may disagree with us, but instead of like smugly saying, uh, you know, women are basically the same as men sexually, he should give like specific examples about like where he thinks we're wrong. And I'm not sure he does that in this argument, although I haven't read the
1: 10 to the 7th responses you guys sent to each other. Right. I mean, he, for example, takes issue. I mean, I do definitely use what he derisively calls evolutionary psychology, in my thinking, in other words, mating behaviors, mating strategies, which differ yeah. between men and women. He then says, well, you know, there are other animals that have different mating strategies, which is true. <laughs> but we're not but, those other animals. <laughs> right. The problem is, yeah, which I mean, and, and, and the notion that you can psychologically change your mating strategy. In other words, that you would have maybe this is true. I, I I'm skeptical that there are Say different, you know, the same species of an animal found in different places on earth that have totally different mating strategies. In other words, I strongly suspect I can look this up and try to get more data, but I strongly suspect that the broad mating strategies that are used are kind of genetically programmed. It makes sense to me that they would be. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
0: I mean, just hearing that, I can imagine people responding, uh, <laughs> uh, arguing that point, but. Well, I again, think as, it's a, it's, as a first principle, principle
1: it seems it seems reasonable, yeah. right? I'm not talking about like every single person has to fit into every category. Yeah. I'm saying this is the broad truth yeah. of the categorizations, and uh, there is not likely to be an island somewhere where women are the sexual aggressors and men are kind of hiding, or you know, hiding their penises all the time, and so on and so forth. Yeah,
0: right. All right. Well, this meta conversation about
1: meta interpretations of our show
0: is getting boring. Let's move on. Um. Let's see. Uh, this person asked something that reminded me of a somewhat recent experience I had, so I wanted to get to it. And they ask, uh, how do I turn down sex with a man I'm interested in without making him think that I am not interested? So this man has you know, tried to make a move on her, and she wants to not have sex with him, but she doesn't want him to feel you know, rejected or that she's not interested. Uh, she says, whenever I start dating someone, I end up having sex with them too soon because I don't know how to say no without making the guy think I don't want him. Um, So, yeah, this person says, as a man, I don't want to question if you're into me. This is a response. I don't want to question if you're into me. If you tell me outright, I like you a lot, but I'm not comfortable having sex so soon, I want to get to know you a bit more first. I think that's fine. And she should probably employ something along those lines. The The problem here is, and I ran into this recently, mm-hmm. uh, I attempted to kiss somebody at the end of a first date, and I asked them if it was okay for me to do so, and she said no. And that's fine. That's why I asked. But it now creates this situation where, okay, well, should I try at the end of the second date? What didn't about you the go third? On a second,
1: didn't you go on a second date with this person? i did so what what happened did you try that's not part of this story oh geez
0: well,
1: it's sort of important i mean i don't did like this, to kiss and tell or not not kiss and tell did it did it play a role in the second an important role in the second day or did it just kind of go away i think that's a reasonable question yeah that's
0: the question right
1: you're still not gonna answer that
0: <laughs> yeah that's right i'm not gonna answer wow um but yeah, I mean, it it sort of creates this situation uh, where, yeah, like once you've established and he understands, the ball is now in her court to initiate when she's ready, and that is not a position that a lot of women want to find themselves in. So I don't think that like, has to be true. I mean, the guy well, could she should ask say again. she should say that. Then she should say, "Look, I'm not ready, but you should keep trying." Well, I mean, otherwise, <laughs> the man might reasonably feel that he shouldn't try, right? Like, when is he supposed to make an attempt again? Um, I think... Like, think she said, this. you're being too forward. You're being too alpha. Please don't do that. So then, yeah, like, how much should he back off? It's really difficult because it's it's hard
1: for me to get in the mind of what... Yes, it is true that I think that if, as a man, you were, I was told that. I yeah. would think, oh, she's not interested. She, she wants to, I'm being friend zoned. I think that yes. would be the natural assumption. Now from your unwillingness to go further about this, I, I'm, I'm going to interpret that you probably were not friend zoned. So there's probably something interesting <laughs> here. Some some way in which this actually, because if you had been friend zoned, you wouldn't care that she's probably a listener. That's right. Fine. But, um, uh, and I respect that, but, but the, it's the only thing I can, I think that probably as a guy, guys are, you know, more, uh, Used to rejection, and so in that sense, I think most guys probably would just, yeah, ask again. In other words, I think the woman's not making a grave mistake by, um, by saying, uh, by by doing it in this way. Um, However, I think if you turn the tables, uh, and I actually had an experience like this once where I expressed lack of interest. It was when I was in high school, and I think I basically like delayed sex with this girl for like six months because of that, because she was so like taken aback. And then after we'd been together for a while, she actually brought it up and said like, what was going on there? And I said, I I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was basically like I I, I was a kid. I wasn't sure. It was something like that. And I I don't know exactly what I said, but she was like, it really dramatically altered her approach to me for a period of time because women are not used to rejection in the same way men are.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, women are not used to initiating really anything in standard dating scenarios. Well, this something is to, think about blah, it, blah, blah, it, but like in general.
1: <laughs> in this case, she she initiated something and I rejected her. Right. And then that had to be like repaired and it took a while. And, and of course, I did not realize I was rejecting her. I was just right. too young to understand exactly what, right. what was going on.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I misunderstood. But
1: yeah, my point still stands. Yeah, it does. It does. So, I mean, she'd worked up the courage to initiate. Yes. Right? So that yeah. was a big deal for her. And then, and then I, yeah, I like did the stupid thing. As as sort of confused
0: as I was about being rejected, uh, yeah, like a woman being rejected is like a thousand times worse because, you know, I've been rejected before. Like I can handle it and get over it. But for her, especially at her age, it was probably yeah. uh, psychologically a little, a little rough. Yeah, that's right. It's a strange,
1: right. strange experience.
0: Let's move on. Uh, this person wonders, uh, how do I clean up after sex? Okay, now here's a silly question. I, a 22-year-old female, have no idea how to clean my vagina after sex. I recently mm. started using pills and have never experienced sex without a condom before. My current partner is my first anyway. Now, I don't know how to clean properly. Whatever I do, something always stays there and annoys me. I'm coming from a fairly conservative family and even simple things like periods aren't discussed. And everything I've found online so far was how to prevent pregnancy after my partner failed to pull out and not what I want to know, which is how to clean up after my partner didn't pull out. I just don't want to hurt myself doing something wrong. I know it sounds stupid. I do. Uh, Before we comment here, let me just read the first comment, which I think is a good, succinct answer. You should Mm -hmm. empty your bladder after sex to avoid a UTI. Some people are more prone than others. Whilst you are on the toilet, some semen will come out into the toilet. Aside from that, just a wipe or a shower if you want to if you want to use a wet wash wash, washcloth use only water or if you must some gentle scent-free soap on your vulva but absolutely nothing inside your vagina it'll sort itself out so yeah i think that's the right answer
1: Uh, i mean there's a there's one additional thing which is that i have seen women give the tip of like if you want to protect your underwear or whatever like stuff is going to come out after that
0: yeah so so what's the strategy you can
1: like wear a like like a pad, like if you have. Oh, a period. I
0: see. I see. Yeah, put some toilet paper in your in your panties or, or something. Yeah,
1: whatever. Like there yeah. there are women that do that, but like she's right that basically, I mean, maybe you don't experience this as much, or women, your lady friends don't, because you aren't able to put the semen quite as deep as I am. How oh, fuck, but off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's <laughs> definitely. <laughs> no, I mean, you know it's, it's, it's not. It, it's, if, you, <laughs> if you were to measure the amount that the man expels in some way, it'd be hard to do this or impossible really, and then compare that to the amount that comes out when she's on the toilet right afterward. Yeah. This
0: person says, and I, I don't know if this is true, and I thought this was sort of interesting. It might be true. Cement tends to be thick when it first comes out, then gets more liquid after five to 10 minutes. It will leak out of you more easily then. That's true. I That's guess true, that dude. is true. I hadn't I guess explicitly thought about this, but yeah, I think the
1: consistency does change in fairly short order. Yeah, there's a there's some chemical reaction that happens, and it has to do with, um, you know, where where the semen goes in to you know to impregnate the woman. So yeah, there's, there's definitely a change that happens, and it becomes more watery after a period of time. Right. I mean, I've definitely yeah. had partners complain
0: about me leaking out of them, you know, later after we had had sex earlier. I think that's just. An annoying thing like i don't know what they should do about that
1: yeah, um i guess yeah they can i mean that's that's a the thing they can do i mean the the uh yeah i don't i it's women already it's a little bit of a strange question she's asking does women already sort of have to deal with this right i mean they're, they're they have a certain amount of discharge Right. by the way i was watching a um a porn earlier today and it was anal mm-hmm did and, this make um,
0: it to the uh, famous curated amateur porn? People subreddit. have to go and
1: check. I, I don't actually remember. I think no. I think no, okay. because it wasn't, it was clearly professionally produced. Yeah. But um, the, uh, the, the it was in the doggy style position and the woman was like sort of leaking fluid and I do not think it was lubricant from her anus. I think she was actually like aroused enough that there was fluid yeah. leaking out of her vagina or maybe it was lube that had been put up there. That's probably more likely. Have you experienced a woman like sort of where it's dripping out like that while you're in a certain position? Or,
0: um, I don't know. No, yeah. I don't think so. I mean, some women are much wetter than others. Like yeah, much. Um, We've talked about this on the show in the past, but yeah, like there's there's some sweet spot of of wetness, um, some Goldilocks zone. You don't want to be too wet or or too dry. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever noticed it being so much that it's dripping. Although, you know, I've seen various porn, I think, where people seem to have a bunch of, isn't there a subreddit called like gruel or something?
1: (laughs) (laughs) There is. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, anything you can come up with people, people fetishize. I was. Yeah, that's right. I I encountered, there was a guy who told told me that his fetish this week, that his fetish was um, titty fucking and then nutting between on her neck that really surprised me because I- Her neck, her neck and like under her chin. Yes. And I was talking to a fan of the podcast who said that he also really, really likes stuff like that. And I, I told him that like, I even don't like, and he thought this was funny that I don't even like, um, it when semen gets on like the upholstery, you know, like if they're on the couch and like, she doesn't catch it all in her mouth. Like I prefer it to be disposed of. Uh, and I really don't want it sort of spraying all over the place, but he had, he had the yeah. opposite take that he really wanted it. I, I, what is your take on that? Are you a fan of uh, the, the titty fuck? I'm no, I don't sure like,
0: uh, yeah, like uh, I strongly prefer the semen to be in a hole. Yeah. So that I don't have to like deal with it.
1: Let me ask you this though. So, so, okay. Then, then I pointed out to him that for me, I think this is, like, gives me a slight preference for a blow because then it's totally gone, just gets swallowed. Whereas you do have this issue this person's talking about where like if you do PIV sex, I mean, it's not, well, you know, it's, it's going to come right back out. And so you have this like kind of timer running. I mean, doesn't that, wouldn't that lead you toward being a little more interested in a blow than uh, the PIV experience? Uh,
0: yeah, you're saying that using the mouth hole is more effective in terms of not having to see my semen again?
1: Exactly. Yeah, and, and there's no like. Let's say you're using your bed; you don't have to worry about like. Yeah. Getting oh. Your or something like there are these things. That's that an that interesting they point. Away. I
0: I guess I haven't considered that. Yeah. If I wow. nut, if I nut inside their vagina, it will likely and you know let's let's say, uh, the gal is sleeping over. It's probably gonna, you know, right. through no well, fault of her own, right? Le- leak
1: onto my nice sheets. Or if she doesn't go to the bathroom fast enough, like what? There's all these yeah. behavior, like it sort of matters. where in a way where yeah. she sits in her stomach. Like I mean, you've got probably like 48 hours, or something, but, and it's going to yeah. different place. It's fine. Yeah, That's never been an issue for you. I guess it doesn't bother me,
0: or <laughs> not enough to worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's move on to another threesome disaster story. This one is almost like the. Uh, canonical like if if there's one thing men don't want to happen want to happen in a threesome this is this is it uh hmm. during an mfm so there is one one girl and two men but she's in between and, them yes the men are not interested they're, they're not gay they're not interested in each other they're just fucking the girl my girlfriend orgasmed from penetration for the first time with the other guy no we've been dating for eight years and she's only been able to come if we use her vibrator or i touch her clit when we're fucking i always wanted her to come just from me but i did some reading and saw some women need clitoral stimulation to orgasm so i didn't let it bother me right (laughs) we had had our first threesome a week ago i mean you know where this is going i fucked her first and then we switched around where he was fucking her doggy style while she gave me a blowjob like 10 seconds in she was coming really hard i was shocked because all he was doing was fucking her doggy style and not even touching her clit Later on, I was eating her out.
1: Ooh, that's not great. <laughs> is there, wait, wait, is there a problem you see here, Keith? What, what's the okay, problem? Okay, well you're maybe seeing? he
0: has. Maybe he didn't nut. Maybe he didn't nut. But still, there's still think, some fluid. But yeah. yeah. Later on, I was eating her out while she gave him a blowjob, <laughs> and then she asked him to make her come again. He started fucking her doggy style again, and after a couple minutes, she came again. That hmm. part hurt my pride a little bit because she specifically (laughs) asked him to make her come. And I've also never made her come twice during one session before. Oh man. I asked her lately later why she was able to orgasm with him like that. And she couldn't really explain why it happened. Just that it felt like he was hitting the right spot. I guess I feel jealous now because, because I don't need to continue. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's really anything to say here. I mean, I I do like these like threesome disaster stories because. uh, Well.
1: I, okay. So one thing I would mention is that um, this is kind of like some sort of game. There's a game theory thing at play here. It's like a little bit like a prisoner's dilemma or stag hunt or whatever. Like I think she is, she she must have had a real orgasm because in that situation, I do not think a woman would ever fake. Yeah. She almost you, doesn't think, want to. Right. So I think it is, it has to be a real one. Although maybe she thought he would like it. And so she faked. So he would like it. Although then later maybe she would just say, Hey, it was fake. Like, sorry." Which yeah, would Mike, maybe would have we, been the smartest not, thing for her to say.
0: Let's let's just for, for
1: one topic assume right. that a woman who said she orgasmed, orgasmed. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, you, you know, eight years of trying with PIV, and then here it comes. Okay. So I mean I'm I'm guessing the guy was girthier. You know, that's that's my first past guess. Maybe it's angled in a yeah, different direction.
0: There could be a ingenuity thing here too. A newness.
1: Really? Oh, oh oh oh, you mean ingenuity made me think uh that's the wrong word. You you I mean we word. think that he he was he had some technique, <laughs> which which I was like enlighten me. No, you you just mean uh, yeah yeah that's probably that's that's yeah that's ingenuity also was possible. the wrong word. I was
0: yeah, I, I meant to yeah, say yes yeah, yeah. like um, novelty yeah novelty that's the word I wanted. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think yeah she might have been more aroused than she typically is, but but I mean yeah. even if that's the case,
1: that's not a very comforting answer. Well, and that's a huge risk in these situations. I mean, women get mad. I mean, this is why it's very common in an MFF situation for the woman to have like kind of rules about where the guy's nut goes and where he's going to orgasm and stuff. And this guy, but the thing is, it's just tricky. Like he didn't have this, he didn't realize he should set up boundaries like that. And she, of course, wouldn't have known that she was going to get that PIV in 10 seconds. Wow. Right. That's uh.
0: 10 seconds. I mean, hopefully time was compressed for him and like it was actually a little
1: bit longer than that, but- man. So I think I have pretty high self-esteem, but that one, I'd be upset. <laughs> I agree. I actually would be upset because I would be, it wouldn't be like, I, it would be Some just Some guy like, comes oh.
0: in and like plays your girlfriend like a fiddle or in your case, your wife. Yeah. yeah I'd, I would just be like, oh,
1: that's, that's sad. That would it Yeah. Would, it wouldn't be yeah, great. would make me sad. Yeah.
0: I, I can't imagine, you know, I've, I've, I've said in the past, you know, there's an amount of money that you can pay me that'll try anything. But the downside risk of an MFM threesome is so high that you would really, yeah. I mean, the comp would have to be.
1: That guy from last week, by the way, never mailed to like make a
0: counter offer for.
1: Oh yeah. You to blow someone or whatever. Yeah. So,
0: if you're listening. Yeah. If if he we're wants still, to give we're me. Still open.
1: Yeah. yeah taking it's, money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't know if. Oh God! It's years of being together and like feel bad for her too because she basically had a really good experience and now what she's supposed to do. And and also she's going to always wonder like, could she, could she do better? This is destructive.
0: Yeah. But yeah. You I know. mean, yeah. Don't have. MFF F- I think
1: is, I think you're in a committed is, relationship. I don't know. MFF I think can work better because you already know not to suggest that men and women have different sex drives, but you already know that the man is going to be differentially more interested in Maybe having a wandering eye, interested in other women. So it's not that surprising. I wouldn't think it would be that surprising to your partner that he enjoyed it. Yeah. Women I think are, it's, women are sort of not, it's unusual or it's surprising. But, I know. think the downside
0: of emasculation is much higher in MFM than the downside of whatever, what,
1: effemination. What's the. Well, the <laughs> feminization. Yeah. The, the worry yeah. That, the, that your girlfriend would have in an MFF situation is that she would. <sighs> Be jealous. Yeah, it's yeah, sort of sure. similar. It's sort yeah. of similar, but it's not, it wouldn't, it would be more like if you had a connection. The orgasm thing is, <laughs> I think, less of a concern. Although, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like you kind of know that he can have orgasms with other women otherwise. Right. Like, right. I mean, why, why does prostitution exist otherwise? So,
0: yeah. All right. Let's move on and try and do one more topic before we get to our masturbating female listener. Mm. Uh, my boyfriend keeps asking me for sex even though I have COVID my boyfriend and I usually (laughs) have a lot of sex he said he likes that about me and he liked how he could use all three holes as he put it I mean that's the right way to put it if that is indeed. Anyway, uh, however, I recently caught COVID and I've been throwing up and have pretty bad diarrhea. Uh, I am also on my period, and period oh, sex no. is not something I like to do.
1: It's been, oh no, all three <laughs> holes are, are occupied. Jesus. It's
0: been about a week and he keeps pressuring me to have sex, wow. even though I have explained to him that I'm not feeling well. How do wow. I get him to stop asking me? So, uh, first of all, I just, I just thought the like, yeah her explanation of this was just so gross to me that the all three holes yeah just yeah it's like she is (laughs) closed for business i don't mind period sex but um i definitely especially i I mean i've never had covid and so uh yeah I, i mean you would have to put a gun to my head to have sex with somebody
1: with covid um oh cuz you might get it he might have figured that uh, he might figure he's going to get it anyway because yeah or maybe he gave it to not her not quarantining whatever. although there's lots no. of uh,
0: you know families who don't all get it when one person gets it we anyway, don't we're not, not going to talk about it.
1: there's we're, a there was we're a, not going to
0: do the amateur uh yeah, epidemiology in virology thing here um the yeah i whenever my partners are sick i am not interested in having sex with them
1: i think oh, sure. some people
0: are that some people get like there's something about their weakness that like makes them more attractive to me. It's just like that's fucking disgusting. I am not interested.
1: Yeah, I don't think this is either. I think it's that a, a couple of things. Well, okay. First thing I wanted to say is that like Ari, her like the description of the situation. One of my favorite descriptions we had on the and it's re- relevant on the podcast was when I read something where a guy said he was going to lick her from hole to hole. <laughs> yeah. Every woman that I've said that to, and there's been several. Yeah. just to see what they thought of that was the first response was something like you. Right. Which I think is like sort of the same here. Um, this woman sounds like she's it's I, it's a little bit hard for me to take a face value. I mean, like when she says that he what, all three holes, blah, blah, blah. And she's saying it like she it sounds a little bit like she's like a hostage, a hostage situation. I mean, does a woman really want to be saying things like that? Is that, I mean, I guess there's some women that, that would think that way and be like, oh yeah, I've got my holes. He's filling my holes but yeah. uh, and so I mean, I've been... heard it's vicarious her caring about this, I think. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know why she wrote in with this. I mean, when you tell your partner, no, they should respect that. <laughs> there's nothing really more to say. Well, she's not um,
1: saying no, she's wanting to be available to him, but it, it makes me think that like, there's a little bit of a psychological or something abuse here where she's like, not feeling comfortable just being a normal person. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not, I mean she know, finishes he her tired
0: or yeah she finishes her post how do i get him to stop asking me like she doesn't want to have sex and he's (laughs) badgering her even though she has covid i mean
1: it's well but i'm already i'm already like surprised by her characterization of the three holes like that doesn't that feels like something that's she been taught to say like women no like woman uh, absent a man talks like that like oh i got my holes it's like that they don't think like i mean in my experience
0: well yeah, I mean there's an additional thing that I didn't read because I didn't think it was relevant, but I'll say it now. The the man is 30 years old and she's 21.
1: There we so, go. So
0: yeah, it's probable that he's just using
1: her as a flashlight. Well, I mean that, that there can be a fetish dimension to that. I mean it's it's not yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's voluntary and and she's fine with it. It's just to say that like she may not be thinking for herself much or she may not want to, but you yeah, know, I'm not sure that's a how many? Yeah. Let's see. You have two holes. I guess men have two holes in this context. Uh, right, ass and mouth. So we'd have yeah. to say we'd have to say like. So if I had COVID and diarrhea, then I could say both my holes are closed or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you right. you do have a pee hole. Could that be? I guess you'd have to have like gonorrhea. You can't really fuck a pee hole.
0: Although we, that's not going to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm aware of docking. Uh, all right, let's get on to the listener who wrote in not even a name her. I don't know what's a good generic female name. Susie. Sure, Susie. Uh, her email is lengthy, but the context is sort of important. I'm going to try and get through this and like maybe if it's boring, we'll we'll skip through it. Um uh, because there's a there's just a lot of things to attack here. I think this is going to carry us through the rest of the show. She says, yeah. first of all, love the show. Uh, I'm a 30 year old woman and have yet to learn anything new from Alex Cooper, but you guys are actually interesting. So yeah, she's starting off strong. This is uh... well, I like
1: that she's dissing <laughs> Alex Cooper, being of course the uh, call her daddy. That's her, right? Yes, yes. Podcast that got paid a bunch of money from Spotify, and sixty million. It turns out, it turns out that you know most, close to all, uh, one. I mean, except for um Savage Love, which is um, what's his first name? Uh, Dan. Dan Savage. He's but he's sort of he's okay. He's gay. So, which is fine, yeah. but that means he's not a hetero male perspective. My point being that there are actually are not many hetero male uh, podcast, uh, yeah. sex, sex and relationship podcasts. We we probably are the most listened to one. I think that's correct.
0: There are some, um, but they
1: always have a female co host. Or generally, yeah. So, there, so there's a thirst trap element uh, for right. for better or worse. Uh, we right. have to uh, operate on our wits and merit, um, which is hard. <laughs> so well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that she seems to have. Uh, Susie seems to have noticed that and um, yeah, bravo to her and us. Right. She
0: goes on. I've been seeing a guy who's 35. Remember she's 30 since the fall and it has been moving very slowly because we have very demanding jobs. His takes him on the road for pretty much all of, uh, for, yeah, I'm going to try not to give all the identifying details here. So for, for pretty much all winter. So we've barely been in the same city the whole time. I think we've been together six times in four months. Neither hmm. of us likes texting, so the communication in between has been limited, but since it's been over a month since we've been able to be together in person, we have started sexting. He initiated hmm. this type of exchange between us in a very subtle way, and have been ramping it up in the past couple weeks by being more explicit and sending him pics. Suggestive, but not graphic, all nipples and holes covered. Back to the holes. Back to the holes. <laughs> to the holes. <laughs> That's funny. We wanted to see each other last week, but his team pulled some surprising results uh, and had to make a quick turnaround. Obviously... I want them to do well more than anything, but I also want to get my fucking rocks off. Ha ha. Anyway, I like how she says anyway, not anyways.
1: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. He always talks about how much it turns him on hearing me coming. So the other day I had the idea to do a voice memo masturbating coming to send to him. Never in a million years would I see myself doing something like that. And honestly, it's never even occurred to me before. But as soon as I thought of it, I couldn't not do it. I've always been very sexual, but not promiscuously so, and the sexual connection we have is insane. I think we're both kind of surprising ourselves with these behaviors. Okay. All right. She goes uh, on. I just
1: want to say that it it turned me on to hear her coming, but go ahead.
0: Yes. Yeah. So listeners, we are (laughs) going to play this audio. Uh, Yes. Mike asked her to send it to us, and she
1: remarkably- gave us permission. Yes.
0: Obliged and gave us permission. The voice memo was well-received and led to a brief exchange in the screenshots attached. Have probably given you more info than you need at this point, but I'm curious to know y'all's take on two things. All right. So here come the questions that we promised we would answer for her. Yes. Considering we aren't in an official relationship or anything and have been taking our time getting to know each other, do you think I'm making myself too much of a sexual object without having made him invest in me more emotionally yet? To be honest, I hate the idea of making someone invest emotionally. It feels like sexual manipulation to me, like dangling the carrot of sex just feels icky. And I prefer to listen to my body and intuitions when it comes to who I sleep with, not the neurotic ramblings of social conventions. I like her phrasing there. Also, in all of nature, the physical always precedes the mental. The evolution of human consciousness is really the most recent addition. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to read this part. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's mildly interesting, but I'm trying to keep things uh, for, in the interest of brevity. Uh, right. I'm going to skip it. So, Mike, um, is it risky for women to be overtly sexual towards men that they haven't locked down yet?
1: Well, I mean, I want to say one thing first, which is that, uh, and this really comes from the gospel, according to Eric, one of our listeners, but I think it's a really good point, which is um, listeners and guests. Is that cultural, culture is actually, culture doesn't come from nowhere. Culture comes from a distillation of how, what, what works, what works for people in often, real society. Right? Often. Yeah.
0: As a general rule, I think that's correct. Right? So okay. like most, most human societies are uh, monogamous, for example.
1: Yeah. I don't, I mean, often, uh, let's see, when you say often, I assume that you're going, you were going like the direction of saying, oh, there are certain cultural practices that are now considered Taboo, culturally, uh, politically incorrect, and so forth, and those were not actually optimal, or something. I'm
0: not. I'm not sure that all cultures, all features, are effective distillations reflecting the values of those people. I think. I think you know, governments can get involved. I think there no, are I agree with that. I'm
1: just saying that various it's, responses
0: it's, to things that happened. Sure. In the past.
1: It's- it's what it's what works. It's what's worked in the past. It doesn't mean that there aren't more than one. There isn't one more than one thing that could work. Sure. It doesn't mean that. But it right. but it means that we're getting like some, down here. Yeah. There's some logic. There's some knowledge embedded in the culture. And the reason that's relevant is because she said she's worrying about her mind playing. You know, this this like kind of mind games of like, oh, I'm dangling sex as a carrot. I'm using that as as the as the lure and uh, to get a guy in a relationship. And the thing about it is that like that's okay. Yes, that is a cultural trope. It's also like. Human mating behavior, right? I mean, like, why do women uh, wear makeup, wear bikinis uh, um, carefully? You know, why are why are there way more women getting manicures and pedicures than men? Blah 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 blah. There's a whole series of things like that. Well, it's because this is simply a mating strategy that women know. Women are more attractive than men objectively, uh, just like uh, male peacocks are more attractive than female peacocks objectively. And there's a mating strategy there. And so I don't think, I think there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I think she's just being completely normal and I can understand that she's receiving social messaging saying there's something wrong with doing this. He should like you for your, your wit, your brain. She seems to have a a good brain given her, her uh, coherent message to us. Yep. Um, Actually, uh, we've been impressed by it, but the, uh, but, and that's fine. He should like you for that. But the reality is like the first carrot is this. And it's the same reason a guy would wear a Rolex, Rolex, which I, was told cost like 50 grand a Rolex. Is that true? I think they're super expensive. Yeah. I couldn't, I was like, wow, that's amazing to me. because that To me, that's like a, a, a symbol of something else, but okay, it's a status symbol, maybe a car, maybe whatever, various things you'd have as a status symbol, maybe even your, your career, like, oh, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, whatever, your career. Uh, and that's, and what's wrong with that? You know, why do, why do people want to become pop stars? Amen. Why do they want to do that? Well, a lot of it's because they want to have sex with attractive women, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. okay, they go and get some status. so I think it's totally normal I, I, you know what what do you do you think there's a, an element of it that's abnormal?
0: what her holding back sex
1: what's it no, her 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 using her it's that question you asked her using her kind of her, herself her, her attractiveness. and by the way, uh, well, I've talked think- her enough to know she's a fitness instructor. She is pretty attractive. um uh, she does more she doesn't
0: know. want to. Uh, she doesn't want to withhold it. She wants to engage sexually. she's She's enjoying this, but she's worried that she's compromising her ability to <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to like straw man this a little bit. She's worried she's compromising her ability to entrap him in a relationship because she will have
1: you know, given up the goods too soon or something. Oh, I took it the other way. I took it that she didn't want to use her attractiveness and physical features as bait you're saying the opposite that it's like so maybe i went I on a ramble i think she would like
0: to and she is wondering if she should feel badly about her oh i get it
1: i get it uh, yeah i
0: don't know if it's Probably. promiscuity or, or her her overt sexual uh, sexuality it's not promiscuity
1: i mean there is the element of uh, she's um she's being assertive and maybe a guy it's a little bit re- resembles your thing about the the um, can I kiss you? No. Um, and if you yeah. turn the genders around, I mean, he might find that strange that she's being so overtly sexual and been pushing toward him in that way. That's not the most typical kind of mating pattern or whatever. Yeah,
0: well, I so, mean, their long distance relationship is also not sort
1: of atypical. So this is a unusual situation generally. She could uh, she could express interest in like dick pics from him, which she probably doesn't actually want. Really, no, uh, you no. know, she shouldn't do that.
0: No, she can do that if she likes. Okay, here's my opinion on this. All right. I think a lot of women agonize about whether they should have sex with someone on their first date. And Mm -hmm. I think generally the answer is no, unless you're compelling. If you are awesome, like if you have a lot to offer beyond just your physical form, then go ahead, go for it. If you want to have sex and that's something that you enjoy doing, you should do it. But if that is the main thing that is luring men to you, uh, then you probably shouldn't. You should probably run like a, a slow roll entrapment strategy.
1: And you do know. you think do you think that it, so? When you said if you have something compelling about everybody has something compelling about them, but I think we understand like there's a sliding scale of how compelling someone is. Like whatever it is, how smart they are, creative, yeah. whole series of things. Do you think there's a sliding scale between that and, and attractiveness? So, for example, if you take somebody who's kind of unattractive, should they be more willing to have sex quickly than somebody who's more attractive? And yeah, because you said you said well somebody who has more non-physical attributes should be willing to do it more because I don't know they, if they have should something be. to back it up. If, okay. If
0: if you want to have sex on a first date, if like let's say you really like having sex and you would like to sleep with men on the first date, but you're you're worried that that's going to compromise your ability to get second and subsequent dates with that person. I think that is a reasonable concern in many cases. And, and if you're trying to figure out whether or not it's a reasonable concern for you, you should think about what it is that you're, that you're offering. And if it's, you know, if you're, (laughs) I don't know how to say this. I mean, you know, some people are lamer than others, right? Like, so there's, there's a lame scale. And if you think that you are below the mean on that, or sorry, above the mean, you're more lame than average, then maybe you shouldn't sleep with men on the first date because you want to have, you want them to have some skin in the game. Um, right. But if, you're if afraid you, they'll
1: just ghost you,
0: right? But if you, you know, think that you have represented yourself well, and you know that you you feel some sort of connection, and you think you're likely to get a second date regardless,
1: then then go for it. Okay, um, but but what, but what I'm asking, I think that I understand. Um, but so let's say that you a woman either rates herself or has some friends rate her male friends, whatever, on a scale of one to 10 attractiveness and one to 10, everything except attractiveness, like this lameness scale, you this coolness scale, you're basically saying, uh-huh. is the idea that she should sort of add those two numbers together. And if she's above, say, a some certain number that she can have sex on the first date, meaning so let's say that the number was 15, you'd say, okay, a woman who's sort of average attractive, but is, you know, super smart, super interesting then she could. I don't think. But I you're, think you're making you this multivariate. Attractive.
0: I think you're making this multivariate when it doesn't matter. On average, people are the same. Average uh, are about the same attractiveness. Really? Yeah, I think so. What about like you take? I, a I think woman... like if you if you take couples that are in their twenties, and you you look at the man, you look at the woman. They're both generally within one or two points of each other. I see. Average.
1: So you think you're assuming the woman will already have selected a man who's within one or two points of her attractiveness. And now it's just a question of okay. I think okay, for the
0: sake okay. of this conversation, making
1: it multivariate doesn't make it more interesting. I don't I do think it makes it more interesting because you could have a man that's kind of more compelled on the more compelling side and a woman who's, say, overweight and kind of unattractive, but is really cool. And that woman could actually get the guy, say that she meets at some party by having sex with him really quickly, and then he finds out how cool she is. Like so in other words, I think they're I, that that was why that was my thought process you're you're looking quizzical
0: i don't understand what you're saying
1: why okay a woman who's relatively not that attractive like uh-huh. sort of plain looking she's maybe a 5 like there's Fine. some something about her that's not that attractive Fine. there's a guy go who's on. who's like 3 points above her so like uh-huh. normally or 4 points even, i got like it go name. on okay but she has something else about her that's super awesome maybe she should fuck him immediately why? in order to because then because she would have the basic thought that getting as much interaction with this guy as I assume this is the reason you're saying that a woman who, because she has that thing you're saying where she has something else about her that may entrap him because she's sort of thrown herself at him. She's, she's been as, as available to him as possible. And she believes, okay, once he finds out I'm a nuclear physicist, she, you know, he's going to be like, shit, we're going to have really smart kids, uh, really good conversations or whatever. Like that, that, that's why I think it's right. But
0: that's why, okay. All right. <laughs> We're talking past a little bit each other okay. here, and this is probably boring radio, but I'd, let me try to clarify briefly. Having sex with someone on a first date slightly lowers your attractiveness to the man. Okay. Uh, the The first time before a man has had sex with a new partner, they are often obsessed with having sex with that new partner. And so Agreed. I, this is not you know, a, a hard and fast rule, but it is about as close to it as you can possibly get. The yes. carrot of having sex with a man or having any sort of like sexual whatever, in, in the case of, of, of Susie here, is, is a, a powerful one. Like men right. will do a lot to try to get to that, to that point. So by having sex with someone, you are removing that. You are lowering your, your value. That is okay if you have value otherwise. But if you don't, you should maybe wait to Okay.
1: So you're gonna argue that that's consistent across all levels of the attractiveness skill. I
0: understand what you're saying. Okay. I Not necessarily, but we should move on. This is this is getting yeah. boring. Uh so in her case, uh yeah, I mean, I think she shouldn't feel badly about this. Also, I think the horses have sort of left the barn. Um <laughs> she's already sent him, you know,
1: pictures and audio of herself masturbating. Um but she could just send them a link to the podcast and then he can hear us dissecting their, <laughs> their relationship and, and, and her
0: orgasm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how he would respond to that. Uh, okay, she goes on. She says, uh, okay, so she sends us some screenshots of, um, I
1: Sex. guess,
0: the sexy talk they're having f- with each yeah. other. And like, gosh, I would not. <laughs> sexy talk. I would not, what, yeah, sexting. I would not um, want people to read this.
1: Do you have uh, sexts that you don't want people to read? Do you, is there something uh, you like to say?
0: I don't really like sexting because okay. I don't okay. want I don't want like a record of that.
1: Uh, you just are always talking about there are three holes, probably, right? right. Okay, right. so we got we'll spin some the sexts wheel here. and choose one, two, or
0: three. Right. Um. So yeah, and yeah, the the context of this sexting is kind of weird anyway. But there is one point where he says, um. He's, he's talking about if he came inside of her and he said, hmm. if I did, would you play with it after I filled you up and completely soaked you? Right, right. And then she says, see screenshots. What is it with guys and seeing girls play with their cum? What makes it hot? Uh, yeah. This is something I've never done before with a partner. I'm into it if it turns him on because that turns me on. I would rather hear y'all's thoughts on how to do it and what makes it sexy versus digging through Pornhub for a rare example featuring a... Couple people that doesn't gross me out, haha. Ha. I'm shallow, but it's porn, so I feel like it's okay to be. Uh, yeah. I definitely would not like it. Would not like it. Have not liked it in the past when people have played with my semen. It's not.
1: Wait, f- you make you say that like it's like it's it's because it's your semen. <laughs> play with my semen, play with your own semen. It's not that right. It's <laughs> go it's, get uh, your own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once you once you deliver it, it's theirs, right? So no, I, I think I'm, I'm not expressing an ownership uh, issue here. Where is it when they're playing with it? Um, like, what's the most irritating is it if they try to? So, like, I mean, they, you could nut on them, but you've already said you don't really want to do that. So, I guess I've it's seen PID. Women,
0: I've seen women multiple times uh, stick fingers inside themselves after I've nutted in there and then put mm-hmm. them in their mouth.
1: Yeah, that's what this guy wants her to do. So, why don't you like that?
0: I don't, I did not like is a little strong. Like I don't hate it. It, Mm -hmm. I I would rather it not occur, but it's not, you know, it's not like a disaster if it does. I put
1: it there so it wouldn't get, I wouldn't have to smell it later. And now it's on your breath.
0: Yeah. That's basically it. Like I don't want, yeah, we talked about this earlier. Like once the semen is deposited, I would like to pretend, that
1: you know, nothing happened. Right. So she, yeah. So, I mean, I think like she's asking isn't helpful. yeah. To no. Susie, unfortunately. So I asked. Um, I asked uh, somebody. We mentioned this earlier with a titty fucking nut. I should have mm-hmm. hold, held off on that. About this, and his argument was he thought it was early exposure to semen spraying everywhere in porn that made it more compelling to him. He didn't have a very good answer for why
0: he learned that week. cultural value.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that's possible. <laughs> um, in the culture, right? Exactly. There's a certain it's it's certain parts of the U.S. where semen spraying is uh, more popular. Um, yeah, I did, like I, maybe I didn't get that memo when I was of the, when I was first viewing porn. Um, so what, yeah, what do guys get out of that? Why, I mean, it's, it's like people often talk about, um,
0: it's the imposition uh, of the semen. That's what they like.
1: I, well, it's okay. I was going to say like the sort of accepting of the guy. So it's like, why why does it's, it's, it's analogous. If you ask yourself, why does he want you to swallow? It's analogous, right? It doesn't actually do anything where he can't feel the semen going down your throat. He's not there anymore. It's you know, but he likes it because it's sort of yeah. It's I like it because it's the imposition in that case. Uh, but I think there's also this kind of acceptance thing that guys want, right? Um, and it's a similar thing if you play with it and so forth. Uh, you you seem to be enjoying it. I mean, men get a lot of negative feedback in our lives about sex and our semen and our penises, and so when you give positive feedback about it, it's hot. Right. Although this is this is very important. It's all happening after he's orgasmed. So does he really want you to do that when he's in the post clarity? Maybe not. He definitely will find it hot. And and when he sent you these messages, he didn't write these messages right after he came. Right. He wrote them like, you know, while he's thinking about you. So there's that too. It's not, I wouldn't assume that he wants you to do that. I would not, I would try very hard not to be surprised if you go to do it. And he's like, oh Yeah like we're unusually uh, perspicacious about it. is that the right word about this like we've thought about their perceptive about this right. so we know we've th- we know the, the that uh, it's not hot because we know we just nutted but you see he may not be thinking at that level of, of right. detail
0: yeah i wonder if it was just he was trying to amp up the hotness of his sexting and this was just a thing that he awkwardly said
1: well, i don't know i bet it's like extemporaneously. kind of for him. i could see yeah. a lot of things like this seeming hot when you're not in post-nut clarity, I mean, I think, I, like I've said this on the show many times. Like, I think I don't when I'm aroused, like my own semen doesn't bother me, and then when I become unaroused, immediately it really bothers yeah. me. Enough. But but now I know that it's sort of like uh, with age, you learn that get drinking too much gives you a hangover, so then the drinking itself becomes a little less fun because you're like, oh, right. I'm doing this to myself. It's like that. I now I now can forecast my own feelings.
0: Right. All right. We're running a little low on time here, so let's let's keep going. So, okay. Do you have like a, just to like try to be helpful to Susie, uh, if a woman were to play with your semen, can you in 30 seconds summarize, uh, what you would like to see her do with it?
1: I would prefer, I mean, actually, I think my preference would be for her to dispose of it. So I actually, I mean, <laughs> no, nope, not. Nope, nope. She, no, no, she on. needs advice for how to play with it. I, well, what I was going to say is that like, it, so disposing of it can include putting it in her mouth. So like the thing oh, you I described, see. I actually thought was one of the least problematic things. Okay. The thing that I would like the least would be to kind of squat over her hand and then like rub it all, you know, so it comes out and then rub it all over her body. That would not right, be right. Or great. like
0: wet, wet, make webs with it, with her fingers. Like,
1: yeah, that's not good. But a woman, <laughs> like, I mean, the two things that I've seen that like, that could be okay is the thing you mentioned not liking which i don't think i would like either but okay she she sort of gets some vet it's out of it it's not that her. i don't like
0: it's that it's that's neutral
1: not yeah, your favorite okay it's neutral right. um uh, also like if she's giving you a blow and she doesn't get it all in her mouth i'd prefer she got it all in her mouth but if she doesn't and there's some there and then she licks it up that's sort of fine like that's yeah. but again it's i, I can for, i can i know that in the moment it won't be that great so my biggest piece of advice is he probably doesn't really want this uh, but you can play along and do something that um, isn't sort of neutral and then don't be surprised or offended if he th- it's not as great for him as he thought right. it was going to be. Um, and certainly do not like go directly to like snowballing. Don't be like, hey, I mean, you want to eat eat the cream pie? Do not. Oh. Do that. that would be my strong <sighs> advice. Do not go directly. There. Now It could turn out that that's where he wants to go.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're running a bit low on time here. So let's move on. She does uh, bring up Well, let me read this just because I think it's a good lead-in to the masturbation audio that she sent us. Uh, She says, I should note that based purely on feedback I've aggregated from numerous hetero men over the years, I am hot. Not crazy hot, but my face-body personality combo falls pretty solidly under the umbrella of hot. So I agree. Keep keep that in your mind while while you're listening to this. And uh, she goes on to talk about uh, whether... Hot girls are as good at sex as um, less hot girls, but let's, let's, let's tackle that at the beginning of uh, our next episode. So, all right, I'm going to play this audio. We may talk over it a little bit.
1: Right. So, so uh, in, in the spirit of our new curated amateur porn subreddit and all that, we do know there's some people that probably want to masturbate to this um, and maybe Keith will later also. Um, if you want if you want the audio without us talking over it, because we're definitely going to, uh, we can send it to you, but you'll need to send us an email at ymmvpod at gmail.com and include a screenshot of your, of, of your iPhone showing that you're subscribed or Spotify showing you're subscribed to the podcast and then we'll send it over to you. We don't want, you know, yeah, we've got to, we got to get, extract something from you. So. Right. Yeah. We accept Android as well. Yeah. Spotify. What, yeah. what? Whatever podcast player you use. Probably. Right. 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 But Apple's the best because it gets us search rankings.
0: Right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to start playing this. So yeah, this is. Uh, she sent this to her to her boyfriend. All right. Here we go. Yes.
1: Here the vibrator. Oh yeah, you're right. And it kind of moves around. Yeah. A... Do you think she's hamming
0: it up? I wonder how much of this is performative.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. oh yeah.
0: Oh. Do you talk when you masturbate, Mike?
1: No, not like this. Right when I'm nutting, I might say like two words.
0: Yeah, you can hear the vibrator. I I didn't she's notice uh, that on my first listen. She's like holding uh, her breath a little. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I oh, think things seem to be accelerating uh, here.
1: Uh, I wouldn't turn it down if she sent me another one of these. Uh, mm. This guy's lucky. Yeah,
0: This is, this was a nice gift.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think we've got about another minute here.
0: If you reach it sort correctly. of peaks,
1: it, it's very believable. Oh. Yeah. And that the vibrator and the vibrator sort of moves. You can tell it's, yeah, the, the tone of it changes from, oh, mm. God, I'm gonna... oh, you are, she, she yeah, announces Yeah. That's mm. come for us. Go ahead. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, oh I'm going. She, she's oh. like moving around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, yeah. Sounds like feet on a mattress there, like moving the yes. sheets.
1: Listen to the breathing. Yeah. Mm. And now the vibrator is like not—it's sort of right. on the side now. It's a different tone. Right. It's just in air. <laughs> right. There's no mm. friction. I'm like the CIA of this. I can, <laughs> for <frame laughs> the shape <laughs> of the <Analyze> room. <laughs> mm. What's she doing now? She's I don't f- know. I don't think I made it this far. Is it? Is it? It's repeating. Oh.
0: That's why. Okay. All right. Stop again. Stop again.
1: No, that's funny. It was, it was good enough that it caused us to like just let it loop around. It like right. it's like a TikTok. It could just keep going, and we'll be like, "Man, right. this is taking a long time."
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we've been going for a while here, but yeah, let's take a couple minutes to analyze this. So, okay, gun to your head. No, not gun to your head. Let, let's say you're like an odds maker in Vegas, and you have to say you know, uh, how likely is that, that this person act, act, actually had an
1: orgasm? I'm going to go 50, 50. I want her to have had one, but I yeah. know if, if it's an odds maker thing, like I know that it's easy to fake. Um, uh, it was, it, it's a really good fakery. Uh, and, and I would just add for, um, Susie's benefit here, the, like my guess, like in an ordinary porn situation would be like 2% probable. So like, right. she's way yeah, above this is my, this
0: like, is Mike winner. being generous. I mean, you don't oh, think for sure. You think she would lie to us? Like she would probably have mentioned that it was fake.
1: No, or she because she could have mentioned. Sometimes people lie to themselves. Look, it's probably maybe it's 60%. I think it's real, actually. So let's say 60%. It's probably 60-40. Okay. Yeah, but but it's it's I, I just know like there's such a tendency to to have something. And then there's also like you have to throw in that she's using a vibrator which suggests it is real but like yeah there's women who don't that ha- don't really know what an orgasm is that happens mm. um, so uh, yeah yeah
0: i'm at like it, 80% it, and I'm, I'm hesitant to say that because uh, you know you're going to think that yeah i i'm more prone to think that women are having orgasms when they're not <laughs>
1: but no i think by, I, i'm okay with that percentage if you said 99 i'd be skeptical <laughs> um it's yeah. look. this was very high quality. I really liked it when she said, God damn it. Even if right. it's not real, I was like, cause it's like that, that was a good touch, whether it's fake or real, because it suggested that it was overwhelming her. Right, so much, so much happening. Yeah. And I really liked that. So I appreciated that.
0: Yeah. That was, that was good audio. That would be a nice thing to receive from a, from a partner.
1: Or from the podcast you subscribe to. So people can. <laughs> right. Can yeah. Email if you guys us want that.
0: A screenshot. If you want that audio without Mike and I, Beavis and Butt hitting over over
1: over top of it, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. We want yeah, and the reason it's it's actually to it's it's for you that you subscribe because uh, that helps us in the search engine rank and the in the rankings uh, search rankings on podcast apps and various ecosystems, and that uh, actually helps encourage us to keep making content. So you should want to subscribe as well. So it should be no skin off your nose or whatever no skin right
0: yeah and so you can uh you can reach us at ymmvpod on twitter or at ymmvpod at gmail.com that's the place to ask us questions to send us erotic audio to uh send us nasty feedback uh we particularly maybe we
1: should ask them, maybe we ask them to review us on apple Podcasts to get that audio
0: i think a subscription this is, is fine pop- and then oh, yeah cool. we can we can work on other content teases going forward good um yeah and if you give us feedback we uh somewhat famously pay ten dollars for any feedback we receive so uh just give us your cash app or venmo or however you would like us to pay you uh in the email or tweet and that'll be a wrap on episode 111 of your mileage may vary Thanks for listening. It's
1: 110, Keith. Oh, is it 110? That audio just like blew us all away. (laughs) Better better recalibrate. My
0: tab's messed up here. All right. That's it for episode 110. Thanks for listening. And we hope to catch you next week.
1: I think I just fell in love with a porn star. Turn the camera on. She a porn star. Turn the corners in a foreign car. Call the coroners. Do the CPR. She gave that old boy ulcer. Oh Bittersweet taste made his gold teeth ache. Make a knee shake, make a priest faint, make a nun come, make a cremate. Move downtown, cop a sweet space. Living life like we won the sweepstakes. We're headed for hell, for heaven's sakes. Well, I'ma levitate, make a devil wait. Have you lost your mind? Tell me when you think we crossed the line. No more drugs for me, pussy and religion is all I need Grab my hand down. baby we'll live a hell of a life